Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, we're glad you are. Welcome to the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob Getty with you today from the Southern Bank Corps Studio here in Hattiesburg. We're glad you're on board. Opening segment of our show every day, sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Today, no exception. Still a great place to take your family for dinner any day you like. Great place to cater your next event, uh, your next tailgate, whatever you have in mind. Dickie's does a fabulous job of catering and we would encourage you to check them out also want to remind you you can hear the super talk eagle hour podcast as you know on apple audible google spotify stitcher tune in or you can just tell alexa to play the super talk eagle hour however you join us every day we're glad to have you on board men's basketball wins a close game last night exciting the women are on the floor tonight we'll be talking to Bracayla gray one of the lady eagles a little later in the show and of course recapping uh last night's exciting win a uh, one-point win uh, last night over Arkansas State. But first, we want to kick off uh, the show today with our head baseball coach, Christian Ostrander. We're now less than 30 days away from the opening of uh, Southern Miss Baseball. That puts a smile, of course, on everyone's face. Uh, coach, uh, thanks for getting on the show with us today. Really appreciate it. Uh, as always, I appreciate you guys having me. All right, Coach, so you're, you're named uh, – you named head coach uh, right after the uh, Super Regional, and undoubtedly you had plans and, and you had ideas of what you wanted to accomplish uh, during the off season. And, and now that that's winding down, uh, were you able to accomplish what you wanted to during the uh, off season? Uh, well, I think so. I mean, I think it's always a work in progress. You know, I mean, where we're at right now is a lot further along than we were, you know, back in the fall when we started. And I hope where we're at, you know, three months from now is a lot further along. And uh, stuff, but no, it, it was it was a good fall. Um, you know, just uh, kind of getting out there. We had a lot of new faces. Obviously, we all know that. And uh, you know, getting to learn these young men and and, and you know, and their temperament and, and you know, and so forth, and uh, building those relationships. Uh, plus, you know, just putting everything in. You know, and uh, and and now we're in a phase, and we got back on the field yesterday, and and uh, you know, starting it up. Though now it's it's a lot of review and reps. You know, it's uh, just trying to prepare as much as we can and get as many game reps as we can before, you know, February 16th gets here. Coach, what does this mean to you? I mean, you've had a great baseball coaching career, and now you you take over one of the, I think, top 20 programs in the country. Personally, what, is, what does this mean to you, Coach? Oh, well, it's, it, it means the world to me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely uh, grateful and, and, and humbled and, uh, you know, excited about this. You know, I, it's, it's what I, you know, what you want. I mean, you work your tail off and, 
you look up, it took 20 something years to get to this point. And, uh, but that's, you know, that's God's plan and, you know, and, and stuff, you just gotta, you know, work hard, put your foot, you know, forward every day and, uh, hopefully good things happen. But, uh, you know, I couldn't be more excited, to, uh, you know, to be leading this program. It, it means the world to me. You know, coach Barry means the world to me and for him to, you know, feel like that was a good uh, successor for him, man. That that meant everything, as well as you know, uh, you know, our administration and so forth. So, uh, you know, I know it's um, you know big shoes to fill, and uh, but it's kind of you know that's what I want, and uh, so I'm excited to to be attacking this. The expectations, of course, are enormously high around here. Uh, great love for the baseball program. Things I'm telling you, things you already know. But do the expectations bring added pressure, or do you? Do you want that? Do you want that expectation every year? You know, I, I like that. I, I do. I, I mean, you know, I think there's, you know, you can look at it several ways. You go to a place or when you get your opportunity as a head coach, one that you're just, you're trying to create something or you're trying to uh, continue something. And to me, uh, it's the latter. I mean, being able to, to step in at a, you know, at a remarkable program with has had so much success and tradition. I mean, uh, you know, at the point I'm at in my career, that's that's what I want. You know, I think that's the what everybody tries to get to. So uh, again, I, I do not take it for granted at, at all, and I know uh, I know that uh, you know there's a lot of expectations and a lot of responsibility that falls on me and my staff and these players. And uh, but that's every year and, uh, and stuff. So uh, I, I embrace the bullseye on the chest. Uh, you know, I, I like it. That's kind of how I'm wound and. Uh, I, you know, nobody's going to be a tougher critter, critic on myself than, than me. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, uh, take on whatever we got ahead of us and, uh, you know, and, and, and lead these young men. And Coach, I do, I do know that one thing that's, that's different about college baseball is the coaches are much more involved in setting up the schedules than in other sports. If I'm wrong about that, feel free, obviously, to correct me. But w- w- with that in mind, and I was kind of kidding with you off air, uh, we open against Marist, and then we have a good Missouri State program coming in here uh, as well in uh, in j- the first month. But I look to the second month, Coach, and, and you're playing three games against Indiana State. That's a super regional team. Three games at Louisiana Tech, Alabama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and three games against Georgia Southern. Uh, there's no There's no easy weekend anytime soon, fair to say? Oh, I think so. I think, you know, college baseball, you got to earn everything. And, uh, you know, we play good opponents. We've been doing that for years, and, and that'll continue. And uh, and if you're successful and you put put the wins together with those type schedules, then, then you like where you're at at the end. I mean, you're in, you're in the conversation and the mix to, uh, to have postseason baseball at your place. So, you know, we're not going to waver from that. We're going to keep, you know, pushing that envelope and, you know, and, and putting a really good schedule out there the best we can. Now, Coach, I look at those games, and, and the Missouri State, I think it's fair to say, is a good program. You've got Coastal Carolina, another super regional team, coming to the Pete. Indiana State at the Pete. Uh, Alabama at the Pete. Ole Miss at the Pete. Georgia Southern. We could go down the list. But, you know, I'm looking over this schedule. I don't know that I've ever seen what I would consider a tougher a tougher schedule. And you've always played good ones, but – Man, you got some you got some big time baseball going to take place right here in Hattiesburg this year. Yeah, it should be fun. It, it should create you know a great atmosphere. Obviously, it always is here at the Pete. But uh, you know, and our and our guys, you know, they know it. They hear it from us. They've been hearing it from us. But uh, you got to go out and, and, and play well. You know, you got to do a lot of things right to win a college baseball game. And you know, with this schedule and these opponents, uh, 
you know, that, that gets magnified even more. So it's, it's what it's all about. It prepares you for, you know, the end. It prepares you for, you know, hopefully playing for championships, whether it's conference championship or regional championship or whatever it is. I mean, you know, that's, you know, you want to get your oil checked and, uh, and, and it just makes you better. You know, it makes you, uh, competition makes you better. So, uh, that's what we're trying to do. Well, there's no question about that. It all, I think in college baseball, it all starts with pitching. And obviously, I don't need to go over your splendid resume about pitching. But uh, all indications I get, and these are these are mostly from fans, of course. Uh, but we're, we're, you're looking to have an exceptional pitching staff this year. Is that fair to say? You, I, I have to believe you're very confident in, in the kids that uh, you'll be starting and, and not only bringing out of the bullpen. You know, I always I always say it this way. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, and uh, always am, and a very very tough critic on my pitchers, and uh, and this group's no exception. But I've also been doing it, uh, you know, enough to to kind of know what what the ingredients kind of look like to to be able to put out a a solid staff with some depth, and I and I think it's all there. I really do. I mean, now they got to go earn it. They got to prove it. They've got to perform and, and do all those things. But from the bodies and the pieces, you know, whether the, the front end, the middle, the back end, I think they're all there, and it's just up to us to really kind of figure out that, you know, the code, you know, of where do they go, where does this guy fit, how, you know, what's the best way to use them. I think that's the biggest uh, challenge of a, of a coach, a pitching coach or, or a head coach or whatever is to, you know, know where you can put guys to give them a chance to be the most successful and uh, so, you know, that takes some time. I felt like last year that took it took a little longer, um, you know, than than I, than I like. Uh, two years ago, I felt like that kind of fell into place a little quicker, and, and so forth. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, there's always how you think it is. It doesn't always end up that way. So there will be surprises and uh, and things as we go. So that's what's fun about it, though. Just kind of watching this thing unfold. Well, from a talent standpoint, talent on paper standpoint, how do you how do you assess this staff with your some of your previous uh, excellent baseball staffs, pitching staff? Um, I, I th- I'll put it up there. I'll put it up there. You know, with uh, with you know, I, I went back to the twenty one staff, the twenty two staff. I thought those were really good last year. We ended up putting a really good year together, and you know, even though it. Uh, maybe took a different route, you know, and, and, and some things kind of fell into place. We didn't have quite as much depth last year as I think we do now or, or like we did in 22 or 21. But, you know, but, but again, it, it's, it's up to the, these guys to go out there and, and, and do what they are capable of doing, what their potential is, that, that, you know, dangerous word of potential. I think the potential is there. You know, for these guys to to be a handful to to keep us in a lot of ball games and uh, be able to do it in different ways. So, uh, again, like I said earlier, I'm cautiously optimistic. We got to go earn it and do it. And uh, on paper's paper, but uh, I do like I do like what the paper says right now. Uh, to be honest with you, Coach Christian Ostrander on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We're going to continue our conversation on the other side of the break. Lots of new faces, a number of great returning faces. The transfer portal, there's so many things uh, to talk about in college baseball today. and We'll continue that conversation with Coach Oz right after this.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net is filled with Southern Miss baseball apparel. Miss Kathleen loves the baseball program like we do. There'll never be a shortage of uh, baseball apparel at Campus Bookmark. You can shop there seven days a week. You can also go online, shop them at campusbookmark.net. Genesis of Hattiesburg is the official auto dealer of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Genesis sedans and SUVs are the finest vehicles on the road today. And coming soon, very soon, the all-new Genesis showroom on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. Bob Getty with you on a Thursday afternoon talking uh, with head baseball coach Christian Ostrander. Okay, Coach, uh, you kind of set off the interview by saying there are a lot of new faces. There are faces, obviously, that we we're all used to seeing. But can you kind of touch on some of the new kids that you think fans will be uh, seeing a lot of and, and you have high expectations for? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, you know, you hate to leave anybody out because our expectations are high for all of them. But, uh, you know, you know, from a positional uh, player standpoint, you know, we we – we brought in a um, young man, Gabe Broadus, that, uh, from Pearl River that uh, really had a good fall for us, showed us a lot that uh, I think has kind of really, you know, solidified himself of, you know, looking at him at third base and, uh, and played well and there and uh, has done a good job and, and, you know, brings a lot of things, you know, to the, to the field, you know, whether it's defensively or offensively as well. Um, second base, you have um, Nolan Tucker uh, transfer from uh, Valparaiso that, uh, Man, what a, what a fine young man, and, and you know fits in perfectly. Great kid, and uh, you know we feel good about his opportunity there. And Eli Collins, uh, you know, for me, Central Community College, uh, you know, was a Northeast Jones uh, High School uh, grad. That uh, Eli is pre- bringing a lot of competition there as well, in depth at that position, and, and at shortstop, you know, Ozzie Pratt transfer, uh, you know, portal transfer from BYU, who's uh, played the last two seasons there, and gotten his feet wet in the division one baseball um had a great fall as well as a, a true freshman seth smith uh that i think is going to be a tremendous player here so you got competition at you know with all of them somebody's going to be in that starting lineup you know day one but there's somebody behind them that can really push them too so um you know in in the outfield you know you got your familiar faces with uh you know pato uh you know being back and, and wilkes and then uh, Monarch Stair is uh, made a transition from the infield to the outfield, and that looks really right, along with uh, transfer from Meridian, Dalton McIntyre, who can really, really defend it and run and, and really open uh, my eyes a lot, uh, you know, this, this fall. And uh, another transfer, Billy Butler from uh, Rhode Island, that uh, he's going to compete uh, for some playing time out there as well. Big, strong, right-handed hitter with some pop. And and Davis Gillespie, who was a red shirt last year, been doing more infield play for us all last year. We've kind of transitioned him some to the outfield. Uh, big bat, big strong, physical right-handed hitter that can uh, really put a charge in it. And uh, you know, so he's out. You know, as we speak, getting reps in that outfield. And uh, you know, so there's some good competition there as well. You know, at that spot. And then at first base, you got two guys that were both here last year. Matthew Russo, who had some playing time here, and uh, Braden Luke, who transferred with us last Christmas from Ole Miss. Um, that uh, and both of those guys, man, are really making it hard on me because both of them are, have, did really well this fall. Um, you know, so I'm looking for one of them to kind of separate themselves a little bit. And uh, you know, we got about a month to try to figure that out. And as the season progresses, you know, we'll we'll see. You know, there can be some uh, platooning there, stuff like that. And you know, behind the plate. Um, you got uh, Graham Crawford is back. 
uh, with us and Tucker Stopman. Tucker Stopman was a catcher with us last year. It was a red shirt. Uh, and then other than that, they're all new guys, and two of them are true freshmen, uh, Lawson Odom, um, Jacob Keys, and a JUCO transfer in Gray Dane. So wide open, uh, you know, look forward to watching that competition for Crest and see who, you know, kind of screams at us as, hey, I need to be your guy, and our, or which two or which three, uh, you know, show that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's kind of running down position player, uh, you know, aspect of it with the depth. And, uh, and then on the mound, uh, we've got – Really good pieces back, and really good pieces that we've added. Some some young young freshman arms that I'm really excited about, and uh, some uh, transfers from you know JUCO guys that uh, are excited to see what they do, as well as some guys that uh, might have either pitched a little bit last year or not a whole lot, you know, making their jump and uh, getting ready to go. So again, a lot of competition across the board, in my opinion. Let me ask you about one pitcher in particular, and that's. J.B. Middleton, I think, from Yazoo City. Uh, when, mm-hmm. when he was on the – I know he got injured last year, but, Coach, he was at times electric. And, I mean, he was he was lighting up the gun and uh, looked like he had just tremendous velocity. Has he recovered from his injury, and would you expect him to play a big role on the team? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, he went off and, uh, you know, he broke his foot last year. Uh, freak right. accident, just doing some uh, warm-ups. And uh, so it kind of sidelined him and, and didn't get him uh, as much opportunity towards the end. Uh, got healthy, sent him off to the Cape this past summer, and uh, was a it was a closer for uh, you know uh, um, Hyannis Harbor, Hawk, Harbor Hawks and the Cape last year and last summer, and had a really good summer. And he came back just a little bit more confident, a little bit more you know it's like okay, I like you know I like what he's what his eyes look like right now. And uh, he had a good fall, and he's got big stuff. I mean, he's up to 98 miles an hour and uh, has some secondary pitches to go with it. So, you know, I'm excited to see. I've told him, he knows, hey, it's your time, man. You know, go do it. Go embrace it and, uh, you know, compete. But, you know, we have a couple other guys that can, you know, give him competition for some of that back-end uh, role, too, that I'm, I'm really, really excited about. So, uh, But, J.B., yeah, we're, we are expecting big things out of him. Will your closer unbutton his shirt and look as dramatic and mean as Storm did on the mound last year? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we could see. we got a couple of guys that have a little bit of personality that, uh, you know, Landon Payne, he looks like a lumberjack man. He's got a full beard, looks like he's 40 years old, and, <laughs> and uh, he's got a great identity and uh, and stuff. And uh, so, you know, we got we got a few – cool personalities out there that uh but uh yeah i'd love to see somebody you know turn into what old storm did for us uh yeah. last year for he, sure. was, he was just magnificent wasn't he coach he was just he was. untouchable at the end of the year it all came together man and uh when the mentality matched uh the physical part everything shot up and uh i think he would tell you that and that's when stuff got better strike percentage got better and it, it became dominant so that's what we yeah. work hard to strive to get to and uh you know and hopefully there'll be other guys that that comes together this year for him. i'll tell you exactly what he told me last year he told me that you taught him that everybody there had the physical ability or they wouldn't be there but what separated the great pitchers and the average pitchers is who could master the mental part of baseball that accurate coach Hundred percent. You know that's the message I, I strive to teach and, and pass along to pitchers, all of them. You know and stuff. The mind's a powerful thing, and how you perceive something and your perception—that's reality. So you, you decide, you know, on, on how much you trust, believe, and how much 
you know, you, how much focus you put on these things. And, uh, you know, I tell them, you got to get to a point where you're screaming at yourself inside, demanding certain things. And if you do that, then you're going to, you're going to like where you're at. So it's a, it's a constant, constant, um, process of, you know, you really challenge these young men you know, mentally to, uh, understand they can do a lot more than they think they can. And, you know, you mentioned a couple of kids that are going to be important that came to you from the portal. And it just seems like that, that this program manages the portal very well. As I, as I look at, at the transfer portal from last year, you gained a lot more than you lost. What is the secret there? Is it building a culture that kids maybe don't want to leave? I think so. I, I think, you know, our, our tremendous fan base and, you know, and the support that's given to this program and, and, and stuff creates an environment that these, these guys love. And, and it, it is so special. And now we got to do our part. We got to be successful. We got to go out there and, and you know, and, and play good baseball and, and keep winning stuff. But when, when you do that and you have, you have the attendance, you have the atmosphere, you have, all these ingredients and stuff. I mean, these guys are just they 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 have a great experience and uh, and they become emotionally attached to this place. And uh, so, yeah, I think we're in a in a point. You know, if we do our job, if I do my job uh, of really investing in these young men and building these relationships and, and and stuff, that you know, all you fans do a great job of investing in them. So you know, it makes it hard where they don't want to leave uh, for the most part. And uh, you know, and, and that's what we're striving to do. We, we don't we don't want to be a team relying on the portal. We're not. I, I don't believe in that. I don't think it's sustainable. We want to get good young men in here, get good young talent, and help them grow and develop and, and be a part of this great culture and atmosphere that we have. All right, Coach, about 30 seconds left. Is there any message you want to get out to the uh, fan base as they all anxiously await the 16th of next month? Uh, just come. Come do what you've been doing. Come and support these young men. They're going to play the game right. They're going to play it hard. Uh, it's not going to be perfect. Uh, there's going to be ups and downs. There always is in a long college baseball season. And uh, but you know they're 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 going to be prepared and ready to go. And they know what it means to put uh, you know those pinstripes on on that Friday night and play in front of this crowd and this in this place. And, uh, and like I told them, we have a tremendous responsibility uh, because of that. And uh, it's like putting on a superhero cape. And uh, so come come and do what we've always done and support us. And uh, I can't wait to see everybody packing the peak here in about a month. There we go. Well, we're happy to say that uh, Coach Oz is going to be joining us every Monday once the season gets underway. And we'll analyze uh, the weekend's activities and look ahead. Coach, we're, we look forward to that. Uh, we're so glad that uh, you've taken over the program. And uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thank you all for having me. Coach Christian Ostrander, everybody, head baseball coach at Southern Miss. Oh, man, are the expectations ever high. Great basketball game last night. There's another one tonight at Reed Green. We're going to talk about all of that when the Super Talk Eagle Hour rolls right along. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, our thanks to Coach Oz for joining us. And as I mentioned earlier, he'll be on the show every Monday starting uh, the weekend of the opening series against Marist. 
Uh, he'll join us every Monday for the first half hour of the show, just like his predecessor Scott Berry did, and just like we enjoyed our conversations with Scott, we're sure looking forward to visiting with uh, the Wizard of Oz every Monday, and uh, we know the baseball program is in fantastic shape. What a basketball game last night at Reed Green Coliseum. The Golden Eagles hang on, despite not being at full force, uh, to beat a good Arkansas State team 69-66. They overcame 14 three-point shots. They were raining three-point shots last night were the Red Wolves, but uh, in the end, it wasn't enough. The Golden Eagles were down as many as nine points in the second half, but bounced back, got the the one-point lead, and with seven seconds left in the game, uh, Arkansas State that was going to bring it uh, back into play at the baseline, one point down. Southern Miss defense uh, crowded the guy with the ball, caused him to miss the shot, and the Golden Eagles go on to get a big 69-66 win over Arkansas State. Uh, big, big night for Victor Awaku, who had 10 points and 10 rebounds and six blocks. The six blocks was his career best, uh, but his most noteworthy moment was a high-arching three-pointer with four minutes, 26 seconds left that broke open a tied game and uh, and gave the Golden Eagles a lead that they were able to hang on to. Austin Crowley matched a season high. He had 25 points. Southern Miss had 50 rebounds last night for the third time. And my man, Mo Arnold, 11 rebounds, nine rebounds in the second half. Uh, well, in the first half, nine rebounds in the first half. Great night uh, for Mo Arnold. You may not be aware of this, but the Golden Eagles are now 12-0 and in Sunbelt games played at Reed Green Coliseum. It's too bad we can't just play the rest of the schedule there, but uh, I don't think the other teams are going to go for that. So, good win last night. The basketball back on the floor tonight. The ladies are in action. They host a 9-6 and Georgia State team. The Lady Eagles are 8-7, and 1-4 and in the league. Georgia State 9-6, and 3-2 and two in the league. And then it'll be a very unusual day Saturday. You're going to have a 12 o'clock ladies game immediately followed by a men's game. That's all coming Saturday. But first things first, good basketball game tonight uh, between the Lady Eagles and Georgia State. That tips off at 6 o'clock. One of the kids that undoubtedly will play a big role in the game tonight is Berkayla Gray. She's a young junior from Laurel who missed last year because of some illness, but Fortunately, that's all been cleared up. She's back in action. Had a chance to visit with uh, Berkayla last week uh, after practice, and uh, here's our conversation. Okay, Berkayla Gay on the Super Talk Eagle Hour, a West Jones product, a Mustang, local young lady. Uh, must feel good to play Division One basketball this close to home. Oh, yes, sir, it does. Being close to home, my family get to come, friends, and it's just super supportive and I love the atmosphere having him around but I want to go over your history here you correct me if I make any mistakes but um, 2021 uh, you played in 18 games 21 22 28 games second leading rebounder on the team and then last year you get hit with an illness that caused you to miss the whole year yes sir. how hard was that for you oh it was really hard you know um, sitting out not being able to get out there and you know contribute contribute and help my team out was very hard on me but as I sat and watched them play I um, learned a lot and I'm so thankful to be back now yeah you feeling good and healthy again yes sir all the way healthy good all right so what what is it that you bring to the floor what is it you want to you want to bring to the floor uh, whenever you enter a game well I know that I can always give a hundred percent effort and hustle so with that um 
defense is my main thing, rebounding, um, busting out, getting putbacks, and things like that. Well, Coach McNellis is not real big on defense, is she? Well, she actually is. <laughs> yes, that's the number one thing. <laughs> she don't play when it comes to defense. Right, right. <laughs> Has she shown any signs of taking it easy on you ladies this year? Oh, no, sir. Not at all. She um, set the goal for us, set the stage, and um, she means business when it comes to that. Yeah. Well, of course, we're all aware of her of her challenge that she's facing. How has that affected you personally, and how do you think it affects the other kids on the team? Um, with her sickness, I mean, I think it motivates us more to want to win for her, you know. It's not just about us individually. It's about all of us together. So with that um, happening, it, it's motivated us even more. Right. All right, West Jones, uh, not far from here, so – was there ever any doubt that you wanted to come here? What led you to, to become a Lady Eagle? Oh, what led me to come here was the atmosphere, the um, the family that they have here. They make you feel welcome. They support you, and they want the best for you no matter what. And that's important to you? Yes, sir. Right. All right, goals for your goals uh, for the rest of the year, and a- as you ladies talk, what are the goals that you guys are setting as a team? Right now, as a – as a, the goal right now is to, um, you know, get better on defense, stop the threes, box out, and get back to playing like it was before. So our big thing is defense and rebounding. And, um, yeah, so we got to get back doing that, and then we'll start getting back on, on the road. All right, so you come into the season as the defending co-champions of the league so you kind of got a target on your back and everybody I'm guessing is really giving you their best shot yes sir so I like it it's a big challenge that we have to take and face and um as soon as we get over this slump we'll be rocking and rolling there we go all right difference in high school basketball and division one basketball is what the speed of the game um you really have to lock in and pay attention so um, you can limit turnovers and mess-ups because it's so, going so fast you don't have time to make a mistake or it's going to lead into something bigger. So knowing the plays will really help with that. So, yeah. Well, you're a big part of the team. Scale of 1 to 10, how much fun are you having as a Division One college basketball player? A 10. And, you know, I love my teammates. Um, you know, it ain't just picture perfect, but, you know, you're going to have some good days and you're going to have some bad days, but the good always outweigh the bad. So, Well, that's a wonderful attitude we could all, <laughs> we could all uh, benefit from. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you for becoming a, a Lady Eagle, and uh, we look forward to uh, watching you young ladies win a lot of ball games. Thank you so much. For Kayla Gray from the Southern Miss Lady Eagle basketball team, they get ready tonight to take on Georgia State. Georgia State averaging 72 points a game. They've got three players that are averaging double dits, double double points from the floor, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Ten or more points, as uh, we would say it back where I came from. Three players that can really put it up, really score. It will be a big challenge tonight for the Lady Eagles. And then at noon on Saturday, they'll be back on the floor. They'll be taking on Louisiana Monroe. So as that game kicks off tonight, here are the standings uh, in the women's uh, league, uh, Sunbelt, Basketball League, Marshall uh, atop of the league. They're 11-5, and 5-0 in conference play. Old Dominion, second, 12-3, and 4-1 in the league. James Madison, 12-5, and 4-1 and in the league. And I believe the Lady Eagles have played all three. 
Troy is seven and eight. They're four and one in league play. Georgia Southern thirteen and four, three and two in league play. Monroe is eleven and five. They're a pretty good team. Three and two. Georgia State team we're playing tonight nine and six, three and two in the league. They come in with a one game winning streak. Arkansas State nine and seven, three and three. App State eight and eight, two and three. Louisiana six and eight, two and three. Texas State is ten and seven, but one and four in the league. The Lady Eagles are eight and seven, one and four in the league. Coastal Carolina is seven and eleven, one and four of the league. And South Alabama is seven and eleven. They are zero and six in the league. In fact, they have lost eight straight basketball games. So uh, that's how it shapes out. Good, good game tonight. We hope that uh, we hope there'll be a good crowd. These young women just play so hard. And if you haven't been to a if you haven't been to a Lady Eagle basketball game, a Division One college uh, basketball game, women's basketball, you just don't know what you're missing. I mean, it doesn't get any more competitive. Uh, these girls really go after it uh, from the uh, opening tip to the last game and uh, the last moment of the game, and uh, we hope that there'll be a nice crowd there tonight uh, to support. Remember, big doubleheader Saturday, and that is really unusual. The women will play at 12 o'clock. The men will play Immediately after that, I think they did that one time last year, but it is really unusual. So if you want a a great full day of basketball, uh, that'll be this Saturday. But before that, tonight, 6 o'clock, Southern Miss Lady Eagles taking on Georgia State, and uh, we hope that we will see a lot of you there. Hey, I want to remind you about Town & Country Cleaners. They're only Hattiesburg's most trusted dry cleaners. They're family-owned, family-operated. They've been that way since 1983. They offer services like steam pressing, shirt laundry, bulky bedding, minor alterations, and, of course, dry cleaning. You can visit Town & Country Cleaners at their convenient location. Uh, they're right across the street uh, from USM on Hardy Street. have been there a long time. Or you can call Town & Country Cleaners at 601-264-4920. However you decide to contact them, do all your dry cleaning at Town & Country Cleaners in Hattiesburg. Last segment of the Eagle Hours next. Stay with us. All right, welcome back. Super Talk Eagle Hour. This last segment sponsored by D-Bat down on Hardy Street, uh, where Luke Reynolds now runs the place. So we're better to take your uh, child for baseball or softball training than D-Bat and let Luke Reynolds get involved. And that's a win-win. They're on Hardy Street, of course, state-of-the-art facility. Also want to thank Mobay Beignet Company for the great beignets. They serve the Pine Belt and for their sponsorship of our show. It's a wonderful place in this cool weather uh, go get yourself some hot beignets and a hot coffee, and it'll make the day a lot better. On the show tomorrow, Lee Roberts, who is uh, doing the ESPN Plus uh, 
play-by-play of our home basketball games. He's going to analyze what happened uh, last night and then in the game tonight and then look forward to the Saturday doubleheader. But right now i got my dear friend and one of my very best baseball expert buddies, Al Holder from Brandon, Mississippi, and uh, nobody follows this baseball program any closer than he does. Al, uh, Coach Oz, I guess you'll get to hear the show on the podcast later, but Coach Oz uh, on the show the first half hour, really upbeat, cautiously optimistic is the term that Coach always uses. But from everything I see and hear, this is a talent-loaded baseball team. The last two years have been remarkable. Regional championships, one conference tournament championship, hosted two super regionals. So the expectations are at an all-time high. Is it realistic to think that uh, the program could could match the last two years again this season? Uh, absolutely. The uh, all the ingredients are are there. We have quality players. We have quality coaching. We have a great fan base. Uh, it's uh, it, it, the 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 place is. Uh, the expectations are always there. I, I think uh, uh, I, I think that everything is ready. Uh, it looks to me like uh, we've got uh, a terrific lineup and uh, it, with some solid players in uh, in backup situations. And, and I think yeah, I think we're in good shape. The uh, the one thing that you got to remember is that for the last uh, few years we've had shut down Friday night pitching with Sandlin and Hall. And so it's, uh, you know, whoever's going to do that, uh, that, that is, has got to come out and prove that he can be the, the, the man and start us off with the opportunity to win two out of three every weekend. And uh, it, uh, so I, I, I'm trying, trying to think about who that might be, and I'm wondering if it's not that Maza kid. I'm not sure sure who, uh, who uh, Oz has in mind and who will come out. But it's got to be somebody that steps up and makes it happen on Friday night. Yeah, no question. I really thought about that. But, my gosh, Nick Sandlin and Tanner Hall, your Friday night pitchers, it, it doesn't get a lot better than that, Al. No, not in college baseball it doesn't. No. You, know, you, were, you were looking at two of the best, for sure. Yeah. I know you study the game very closely. Uh, he was here in the studio with us a couple of days ago as, as the kid, Dick Monasteri. He's from up, up in your part of the country. I got to move to center field. Really excited. Expressed to us he was really, really happy about that move. That he's really happy here. That there nobody needed to be concerned about him leaving and going anywhere else. And I, I think he was sincere about that. Put in perspective what a what a, a unique talent this kid shows that he can be. Al. Well, he's he's done it everywhere. It's uh, he, he he's he had he's just special because. Well, he has great agility. He's he's fast. He's got a light, you know. He's got a great bat. Uh, his attitude is good. Uh, of course, he's been healthy, so I think uh, he's never surprised me. I mean, I, I followed him his baseball career up here, and he is uh, beloved for sure. And uh, just a just a special kid of, of, and a fine baseball player with a great uh, great future ahead of him. It comes from a from a really good Southern Miss based family too, doesn't he? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. and I and Which I is, that that contributes to the love he expresses good. for the place. Oh yeah, it, but you know uh, that's the kind of thing that uh, that that we we have in baseball that we need because it it's what uh, fuels our program is the 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 attitude of our current players, 
the the, the kids that come uh, behind them, everybody kind of falls in place. And uh, it's, it seems to me that uh, the, most of the kids that we have uh, recruited and put on the field over the last uh, about 30 years has, has just been these, all these kids are just first quality, good students, good baseball players. Uh, they all have good attitudes and, uh, have, have been a real joy to, to watch while they're there and even afterwards. We've, they've got some great stories even after they graduated and all. Hey, real quickly, about 30 seconds left, let me run down the March schedule for you. Three games against Indiana State, three at Louisiana Tech, three games against Georgia Southern, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Alabama. That suits you? That that good enough for you in March? Why not? I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> hey, you know what's the best part, Al? We're we're up to beating anybody that I just named to you. Uh, we, I'm, we, we I'm can compete that, with any that, of them. That could be a clean sweep there, couldn't it? It could be. <laughs> well, look, my friend, we're getting a little optimistic, but uh, hey, always good hearing from you. I thank you for coming on at the last minute, and uh, I'll look forward to seeing you real soon, my friend. Take good care of yourself, Bob. All right, buddy. Al Holder, everybody, one of my very best friends. I'm happy to say, and just a great Southern Miss guy. Lee Roberts on the show tomorrow. Patrick Irby from Anatomies. I'll try to find another surprise or two for you as well. Good luck to the Lady Eagles tonight. Thank you for listening to the show. Southern Miss to the top. Into the Talk Mississippi Media Production.